0: Not everything is about being productive and it's important. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Got <laughs> that sentence yeah. over, I think you had a couple of flubs there. Poitant. Poitent. Mm-hmm. It's point. <laughs> Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time at a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home.
0: Welcome to another episode of The Family Order. If you're new to this podcast, uh, Ben and I are passionate about self-improvement, and our goal is to be a resource to young couples or individuals as we talk a lot about growth mindset and the importance of family values in today's society.
1: Life is full of ups and downs, and when we get a bad break, we've all heard the cliche that it's all about how you deal with it. Today we're going to talk about how we can do that with some simple tips because it can be easier said than done. These steps apply to kids, work, marriage, our circle of friends, and the current climate happening around us. With that, let's make lemonade.
0: So Ben and I um, are going to kind of talk about five steps um, to help you focus on what you can control. The first step is to be accountable. Some examples of what is in our control. Our attitude, how we react, being prepared, not dwelling on the past or having anxiety about the future. So we understand that not everything is about being productive. It's important to stop and enjoy the moment. We don't choose who we're related to, But we can control who's in our life. We can control how much sleep we get. We can control focusing on our goals. We can control being respectful and grateful for what we have, etc. So, for example, someone gets chosen for a promotion over you. Was that partially your fault? Do you have some accountability in that? Did you reflect on what you could have done better or what you can do better next time? Or did you instead blame favoritism or other reasons that someone else got the job? Be accountable for the way that you react to certain things that are or not in your control. Some examples of some things that aren't in our control, gambling, weather, sports, the stock market, the economy, so on and so on.
1: And step two is to practice mindfulness. Our experiences range quite a bit, but a current example is the 2020 election. So we don't want to get political on our podcast, but uh, (laughs) this election's been very polarizing to say the least. Mm -hmm. And we could spend hours of our life and our energy focusing on this election and getting frustrated over what happened before. And even what happened after, we could get all caught up in the results and how we got to this place. But how's that stress really going to improve our lives or anyone around us? The same could go for sports. I could watch a game and enjoy it, and, and that's totally fine. But why do I let it affect my day? I can get mad if my team lost, but what does that change? It's not like I'm part of the team, I don't influence the results. I'm a fan, but my team winning or losing really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. So we've seen this with people as well. You can't control the outcome of a sports game the same as you can't control people and what they're going to decide to do, no matter how hard you try. You can influence people for sure, but you can't control their thoughts and their actions and what they're doing. So don't be so focused on what everybody else is doing. That's a comparison trap. And at the same token, don't be so focused on all these shows and these sports and these politics and all these other things going on that you really can't control or even influence.
0: Be present in the current day. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. That's what mindfulness is. Um, and then additionally, um, focus on your life and improving that first. Uh, going along with that uh, is the third step is affirmations with your family. So we can distract ourselves with all of this other entertainment, but really it can just become a way of procrastinating from starting that diet, mm-hmm. exercising, spending time with your kids or fixing your house. So go learn a new skill like cooking, cooking, painting, music, read a good book, you will at least have something to show for your time when it's done and to also show your family and gain that affirmation from your family, words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Uh, One really good example is today is Sunday. Yes, the Kansas City Chiefs are on a bye today, but um, (laughs) the majority of our day was spent – you know, um, walking and getting ourselves ready for the week. Ben spent a lot of time outside cleaning up the massive amount of leaves that have dropped um, and did an amazing job. And I said, babe, like this really looks great. I know we have 30 plus bags of leaves now, (laughs) but this looks really great. And I know we still have a ways to go. We got a couple more. We need to do some fine detailing, but this is great. And that makes him feel good about the time that he spent on his Sunday, you know, rather than watching, you know, football, some other stuff. So this sense of accomplishment and focusing on what you can control will help boost your pride and confidence to tackle the next challenge rather than feeling empty when you just wasted time on being distracted. So if we want different results we have to try another path.
1: And that leads right into the fourth step moving right along is to really establish the power of choice. So you have a choice. You always have a choice. That's the beauty of it. And if, if you don't give it your best effort, how do you know whether or not something was because of you or other forces, other factors? So have All and I done this in our personal life absolutely we have we have blamed others for mm-hmm. things not going our way, and this isn't just people, this is just everything else so we've we've blamed anything and everything for the student debt for poor diet for financial spending that we've you know we've gotten in in a hole with credit cards before mm-hmm. at the um, end of
0: the day, we chose. Right. We chose to take out student loans. We chose to eat old Chicago pizza last night.
1: No, we did. Sh- <laughs> Nobody needs to no know about that. You
0: know, we choose to spend money on things. Um, and, you know, we also chose to homeschool our child. Right. And to and take her out of the public school system.
1: We We would blame, you know, a teacher. We would blame... Uh, any anything else other than ourselves we we would say, well, this wasn't our fault. this is somebody else's fault and you don't realize you're giving your power away every time you do that, you're not staying in control and being accountable for what you're doing. Being accountable sucks sometimes because your butt is on the line mm-hmm. you know, but if it goes well, you also can feel that pride swell up inside you.
0: Why are you giving other people so much power over your life?
1: Right. Why are you giving that up? Is it just because we don't want responsibility? And, you know, responsibility is part of being an adult. I'm sorry, but giving it all up to the government or to some sports team or some bank or... Whatever the institution is, or whatever the person is, you could blame your parents for all of your problems too. You could blame an ex. You could blame your kids because you're so tired, or, you know, I mean, it could be a number of things, but you can still make things better. Everybody has bad circumstances. Heard a story the other day about a guy that is literally blind. He is legally blind, and he has kayaked down the Colorado River. He has climbed the highest peaks on seven continents, so we don't need to hear your excuses of why you can't get it done. And we, but, but we've done this ourselves. Mm-hmm. We've we've limited ourselves by saying, "Well, I can't do that. I'm I'm tired. I can't do that because I'm broke. I can't do that because fill, fill in the blank, right?" Mm-hmm. And so you know, this isn't a soapbox speech for us preaching to anybody because we've done this a lot ourselves and we really want to help others understand that when you blame your being overweight on your genes and on you know i can't afford to eat healthy or i don't have time to work out um you know you're limiting yourself now will you be you know six foot and you know, perfect body shape and a model, and all like maybe not. I'll never be an NBA center. I'm okay with that. That's just the hand I was dealt, but I'm gonna play that hand the best I can. Um, I could I always wish I could go back and change some things, but can't do that now. Now I've got to move forward the best that I can. That's all that I can do. The so. big
0: thing is that there's choice. We have choice. I, I mean, I don't even know. We make tons of choices every single day.
1: Yeah, there's a number on that. There's like a certain amount of choices they think that we make. make in a day, whether they're day.
0: like small or big or something. So mm-hmm. it's it's a constant thing. It's not just like.
1: And they can have a big impact even if it yeah. seems really small.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's constantly reminding each other too, you know. You make a choice of how much sleep you get. You know, I chose not to wake up at 530 today and instead woke up at 830. And doesn't
1: that give you you less stress, though, knowing that you have a choice in something and Mm -hmm. you made the choice rather than it was made for you? Correct. Mm -hmm. That's stressful. Mm -hmm. If you're at a job where you don't, I think they have a lot of research on this, that if you're at a job where you don't choose how your time is spent... The more that happens, the more stressful the job is, mm-hmm. because you can't control your your time. So, mm-hmm. and time is the unifying factor for all of us. We all have the same twenty four hours in a day, mm-hmm. and eventually, one of these days, we're all going to be out of time, and we can't get that back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. so
0: this leads us right into uh, the fifth and final um, step. Uh, for knowing what you can and can't control. And that's um, to help create a visual to help depict what can and can't be controlled. And that also leads us into our call to order.
1: Yeah, so we want to challenge everyone to write down five things you can't control. Do that first. So these are things happening currently in your life. And then write out, Five things you can control, and these should be things that you want to focus on:
0: your sleep, your diet,
1: mm-hmm. finances. finances, kids, mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. Uh, so these are the priorities. That's what we're listing off here. So you need to be working towards these goals. We're we're all about being productive. I know not everything's about your goals, and not everything's about being a productive person. But writing all this out, this step five here leads right into this call to order perfectly because writing all this out can really help you visualize where you're spending your time and your focus. Some people don't do this. Most people don't write out their goals, they don't actually visualize and write out what they should be doing versus what they're currently doing. And really, you know, writing the time down too and, and realizing how much you're spending on some of these things that maybe aren't as important. can help you figure out why you're on this hamster wheel every day. So we're currently applying this in our life, and we're going to continue because we've got a long ways to go. But we certainly hope that all of you can find some inspiration here and put this into practice yourselves. Again, we're not preaching to anyone because we speak from experience on not always focusing on our priorities and our goals. We continue to get caught up in some of these time traps where we let someone take some of our time, take some of our attention away from our priorities. And part of that is because we didn't write it out. We didn't make a plan. Mm -hmm. So when someone comes and asks you for some of your time, you're yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you didn't set that direction or that boundary and the more you do that the more people will respect you at first it may be a little hard too if if you first you start doing that and telling people no i can't do that but maybe later today we can schedule some time or no sorry i'm in the middle of something or you didn't text back right away you didn't answer right away yeah maybe because you're focused on doing bigger things You've blocked that time out already. You're already committed. So for some people, this can be a little bit hard to get started. And we're guilty of this. Mm -hmm. We're very guilty of this. We like to feel needed. We like to feel wanted. We like to feel like, you know, we can really help somebody. And when they come and ask you, it's hard to say no. If we all take some time to do this, we all take this to heart. We can really make the world around us a better place to be in.
0: If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on Facebook at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.